Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Full work limited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. To the things I believe in. Sutter is America's greatest country in the world. San Diego is America's finest city. Thanks for being here. So, um, I understand this segment that we're going to do here is not for children. This is a rated, uh, I don't know, not for kids. But that's my point. Every time I do a segment of what the left is pushing on our kids I get emails saying how inappropriate that was like for me to talk about it and it's like yeah I know that's the point don't get mad at me get mad at the school that's doing it or whoever's doing it get mad at them. I'm, just, I'm telling you what they're doing that's not the me doing it I'm not doing this to be gratuitous this isn't shock value for shock's sake. This is what they're teaching your kids or grandkids. This is what they're exposing your kids to intentionally. These people are sick perverts. They're sick, demented, troubled perverts. And they have power over your kids. Who's the sicko who convinced Disney to run their gay pride special this last weekend? Who is that? It's the same guy who convinced Nick Jr., Nick Jr., Nickelodeon Jr., for like two-year-olds on Blue's Clues to run a gay pride special with transgendered beavers. These are demented people. And they used to be relegated to back alley dark clubs at Hillcrest. And now they're broadcasting this filth in your home and onto your kids' phones and everywhere they turn. Obviously, you don't allow it into your home, but it's everywhere. So here's the article. Editorial, Washington Post. This is a uh, woman who wrote it. Her Twitter, her Twitter bio is former sex worker. So she's had massive trauma in her childhood and her life. And she wrote this article about how she went to a pride parade in Philadelphia with her trans wife. So this so that would be a man living as a woman, which makes her a lesbian or something. So she's with her trans whatever and and her kids. Oh. Oh. And she said when her kids get tired of marching, they would all just plop down on a curb and just watch the parade go by. And here's what she said. This is Washington Post. No kids listening, by the way, right now. Come back next segment. Just as we got settled, our elementary schooler 
What's an elementary school? Seven, eight? Could be five, six, seven, eight, something like that. Pointed in the direction of oncoming floats. Raising an eyebrow. This again, I'm just no kids. This is I this is on the Washington Post. I'm reading from the Washington Post. Okay. <laughs> Don't get on me. Also, it's really inappropriate, which is I'm reading the Washington stinking post about an experience with a six-year-old. Raising an eyebrow at a at a bare-chested man in dark sunglasses whose black suspenders clipped into a leather thong. The man paused to be spanked playfully by a partner with a flog. What are they doing? My curious kid asked as our toddler cheered them on. You disgusting pervert who should be thrown to jail immediately. That was my addition. The pair was on the first of a few dozen kinksters who danced down the street, laughing together as they twirled their whips and batons, some leading companions by leashes. At the time, my children were too young to understand the nuance of the situation, you think? But I told them the truth, that these folks were members of our community, celebrating who they are and what they like to do. Hmm. So there's a debate going on in the pride world right now about what to do with people who want to proclaim to the world their sexual fetishes like this. And should they be allowed at these gay pride parades? And at first, for a while, they haven't been allowed because the PR of the gay lobby was to make gay people being gay seem totally normal, just like everyone else. And they just want to live a normal life like everyone else and have two and a half kids and a dog and a white picket fence and just be left alone. That was their marketing pitch. That was their intentional, intentional marketing pitch. Make gay people just seem totally normal and just nothing different at all. And then they got their foot in the door and now it's game on. And this woman at the Washington Post says it's time for these people to come out of the closet. I don't know if it's a different, it's the same closet, I guess. It's deeper in the closet. When my own children caught glimpses of kink culture, they got to see that the queer community encompasses so many more non-traditional ways of being. I love this. This is such a woke jargon term. Ways of being. Have you ever heard that term in your entire life until this year? Ways of being. Living and loving. Mm, That's great. Uh, Ali Beth Stuckey. So now that showing little kids kink at Pride is apparently mainstream enough to be written about in the Washington Post, could someone on the left tell me at what point the slippery slope stops? What logical or moral obstacle stands in the way of progressives openly celebrating pedophilia? It's a genuine question. It's an absolutely genuine question. Answer it, please. What is the logical... What is the moral obstacle that stands in the way of progressives openly celebrating pedophilia? Why would it not? Where's the moral line that you progressives where truth doesn't exist? Who are you to say you can't judge? Everyone has their own way of being. What, where are you going to draw the line and be like, nah, okay, that's, that's enough. Not, not this. Not this. Why not this? Why not this? Why stop here? You already think that little kids can make up their own decisions about what gender they are. Why, why could you not make the argument that they can decide who they want to have sex with too? 
Here's that same woman who wrote this Washington Post article. Uh, she put a picture of her son. My eight-year-old explored makeup for the first time tonight. They tried an eyeshadow. Just their boy, their son. They tried an eyeshadow tutorial to make clouds, some flowers, and lots of eyeliner stamps. They shrugged, maybe I'll go on drag race when I'm older. And that is how kids are pushed into this perversion. They're pushed into it. They're encouraged into it. This is Parenting 101. When your kids do something that is inappropriate, you don't laugh because they will keep doing it because they want your attention. They want your um, affirmation. They're desperate for it. So if they do something and you laugh, it's over. They'll just keep doing it over and over. Clearly, these parents, they watch RuPaul Drag Race. They celebrate it. The kid wants to be it. They see it. They want to emulate. They want attention. They put on makeup. Maybe I'll go on Drag Race. Aha, that'd be so much fun, you. And they just keep pushed down this road. That's how that works. And this woman clearly has a lot of trauma in her life, a lot of shame, a lot of regret. So instead of dealing with that, she's leaned into it, embraced it fully, and now is forcing her child to consume it at a wildly inappropriate age in an effort to make herself feel better about her own shame. That's all this is. What's the opposite of shame? Tell me, what's the opposite of shame? Exactly. The name of the month. Why is all this stuff marketed as pride? Where'd that come from? Pride. Because it's the opposite of how people actually feel. We got clip two. This is from, this is from the TV show yesterday. Um, he's the pastor at King's Church in New York City. I love talking to him. The nature of sexual sin is to spread like a wildfire. And um, Will Durant is a famous historian, classical thinker. He said sexuality is like, uh, is like a, a river of fire. It must be bordered and banked at every term or turn lest it consume the individual and the community. And the crazy thing, Mike, is Will Durant is an atheist. But he's a historian and he understands at every uh, instance of, of culture that's gone uh, extremely wealthy, sexual anarchy, which is sexuality outside of the bounds of God's determination, takes over the culture and destroys it. And here's check this picture out. In Genesis um, Genesis chapter 19, God's going to destroy Sodom and Gomorrah. And the word Sodom is place of burning. Um, so you can picture like a fire out of control and, and the word Gomorrah, if you, if you, if you take the, the word, the name Gomorrah and you match it with the, the king's name, it means place that is drowning. That's what Gomorrah means with iniquity. The king means his name means iniquity. So you have a flood of iniquity or you have a wildfire out of the place. And, and this is the, this is the picture sexuality out of the bounds that God's given to us is a flood that, that drowns us or it's a wildfire out of control. There are natural devices that that break the bounds that have been given as blessing. Water is obviously a massive blessing. Uh, fire is obviously a massive blessing. But when you take fire and you take it out of the fireplace and you put it on the living room floor, we all 
get destroyed. And when you take the blessing of, of sexuality and you take it out of the bounds that God gave it to us in, it destroys the whole community because it breaks down family, it breaks down mom and dad, it breaks down all that familial uh, uh, loyalty one to another, and it destroys nations for the history of mankind. And the other day, the NFL, well, by the way, we put that whole interview on MikeSlater.Locals.com. MikeSlater.Locals.com. Um, the NFL had this ad the other day saying the NFL is, or says football is gay. Football is gay, football is lesbian, football is queer. And people are still going to give them money. Uh, the Babylon Bee, the wonderful, wonderful Babylon Bee, has a new headline. NFL introduces rainbow flag for refs to throw when players aren't being gay enough. <laughs> Hey, Sutter, Sutter's uh, iHeartRadio app. It's free. It's great. Everything's there. Music. Just click playlists. You click moods. Pick particular songs. Stations. This station. This show. This podcast. It's all right there. Miss Nevada, USA, is a guy. A man. One Miss Nevada. If there's any greater example of the patriarchy than that. All we ever do about is hear about the patriarchy. And I don't know. I don't see the patriarchy. Here it is. There it is. I finally found the patriarchy. It's a man winning the Miss Nevada competition. Anyway, the guy told the local TV, I struggled with physical and sexual abuse. I struggled with mental health. I didn't have much growing up. I didn't have support. But I'm able still to thrive and I'm able to survive and become a trailblazer for many. Yeah, you, no kidding. Like, of course. I don't know why people... It's almost in a way, it's not celebrating physical abuse or sexual abuse, but it's, what's the right word for it? It's, it's not celebrating, obviously, but it's, um, what's the right word? It's stuffing it, at least. So you take someone who admits that they've been sexually and physically abused, and we're just all okay with like, oh, yeah, you're right, you're definitely a man now. No, or you're definitely a woman now. Yeah, you're definitely a woman. That's the that's the solution. Here's the full Will Durant quote that uh, the pastor was speaking of. It's from the book called The Lessons of History from like the 60s, like 1968 or something. This is the full quote. He said, uh, one of every hundred new ideas, out of every hundred new, excuse me, start over. Out of every hundred new ideas, 99 or more will be inferior to the traditional uh, ways which they propose to replace. No one man, however brilliant or well-informed, can come in one lifetime to such fullness of understanding as to safely judge and dismiss customs or institutions of his society. For these are the wisdom of the generations after centuries of experiment in the laboratory of history. A youth boiling with hormones will wonder why he should not give full freedom to his sexual desires. And if he's unchecked by custom, morals, or laws, he may ruin his life before he matures sufficiently to understand that sex is a river of fire that must be banked and cooled by a hundred restraints if it is not to consume in chaos both the individual and the group. 
kids think they know everything. There's a reason why we have these morals. There's a reason why we have these customs. There's a reason why we have these laws and we get rid of them at our own peril. And we look around and we say, well, why didn't someone tell me we should have? He goes on. He says, so the conservative who resists change is as valuable to the radical who proposes it. It is good that new ideas should be heard for the sake of the few that can be used, but it's also good that new ideas should be compelled to go through the mill of objection, opposition, and a word I've never heard, contumely, contumely, contumely. What is it? Contumely. Insulting language or treatment. Contumely. It's got to go through a crucible. This is the trial heat which innovations must survive before being allowed to enter the human race. These ideas of homosexuality and transgenderism, trans kids, sexual fetishes, all the rest, these are not new ideas. Hate to break it to you, people in the pride parade. These are ancient ideas. I think a lot of these people in these parades think that you know, they're a part of something new and exciting. Get over yourself. Read about the ancient Roman orgies at the temples of the gods. You're not special. But societies have, for great and wonderful reasons, worked to keep family and society protected and to keep these destroying impulses out of the mainstream. We embrace them at our own peril. And I'll give you an example. This is a very simple example that we can all understand. I'll go back to the Will Durant quote, a youth boiling with hormones will wonder why he should not give full freedom to his sexual desires and why if he's unchecked by custom, morals, or laws, he may ruin his life before he, before he matures to understand you know, Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov slash careers. This is uh, actually Todd Gloria passed a law. Our mayor, when he was assemblyman, passed a law. And here's the LA Times. Knowingly exposing others to HIV will no longer be a felony in California. Todd Gloria passed that law. He wrote that law. Knowingly exposing others to HIV will no longer be a felony. Okay, so that was a couple years ago. Here it is uh, yesterday, the LA Times. STDs in LA County are skyrocketing. Well, no stinking kidding. 
And then the best part, officials think racism and stigma may be to blame. <laughs> racism, racism and stigma. I'm going to tell you right now, the truest and prudest thing I've ever said on this show. But it's it's, on, it's the truest thing I've ever said. If you don't have sex before marriage, you won't get an STD. Actually, there's, there's two fold that. If you don't have sex before marriage and you marry someone who's never had sex before marriage, which is exactly what the Bible says you should do, and forget even the Bible, what customs, morals, laws, in some cases says you should have done, no longer the case. Goodness, now it's now you got to have sex with as many people as possible. But if you do what the Bible says, you will not get an STD guarantee. 20% of Americans have an STD. But if you don't have sex before marriage, you won't get one. You will live STD-free your entire life. Do you hear anyone ever say that? Of course not. I'm surprised they're still called STDs, quite frankly. I would think they'd come up with some uh, super vague term that eliminates even the means of transmission. Right? They take the S out of STD as if you just like you're just like randomly get it because we have to remove all the stigma from just having random sex with as many people as you can. Seriously, wait for that. Actually, wait for the S, the S, and STD to be removed. But instead of blaming premarital sex, officials think racism may be to blame. Race, what? Racism and stigma may be to blame. No, no, no. There needs to be way more stigma. What are you talking about? Stigma is not to blame. There is way, way, way more stigma. There's no stigma about having sex before marriage. You need to have a thousand times more stigma about having sex before marriage. That's how you solve it. If you want to solve STDs, it's how you solve it. Eight five eight five two two five seven seven five. That's a brave new world. Hello, Senator. Uh, I'll save that for another day. Uh, this. This is a UT headline. Uh, community calls for reform. Who? Kind of lazy headline writing is that right? Community call. Who's the community? What's the community? Who calls? Uh, community. <laughs> community calls for reform. After latest study of San Diego police data finds racial disparities. So I haven't read the study yet. And you may think that that decreases my authority on this topic. I can tell you exactly what the study says. I've read a hundred of these studies. They're all the exact same and they all make the exact same mistakes. It's the exact same thing with the uh, pay disparity study that the city came out with the other day. They're all the same. In the wake of a new study that found deep racial disparities, and I will read it just uh, they found deep racial disparities, and if I'm wrong, I will come out and I will apologize profusely. But I'm not. Uh, after, in the wake of a new study that found deep racial disparities in San Diego police data, community members on Tuesday urged the city to adopt reforms that would limit when and how officers conduct stops and searches, practices that disproportionately impact communities of color. So they're gonna the, the reform is what the mayor of uh, Portland did: no more stopping people for minor traffic stops. Stuff like that. There will be in this study, I'm certain, no mention of where in this county or the city 
people are committing more crimes. Therefore, those areas will have more police officers, and the more police officers, there will therefore be more police interactions. None of that will be included. If all the crime in the city, in the county, was in Poway, then there would be more police officers in Poway. And then there would be more interactions with white people. Cops go where the crime is. If we moved all the police officers, I can solve this racial disparity right now. Okay. If the racial disparity of police interactions is your problem, I can solve that. No problem. Right now, I can solve it. Tomorrow, I can fix it. Move all the police officers out of City Heights and East Village and move them up to Poway or wherever. Move them to La Jolla. Move it to wherever, right? Move where there's more white people. And police interactions with black people will go down to zero. Will crime go down? It's as if that doesn't even matter to people. It's as if it doesn't even matter. But it matters to the crime victims, which is the vast, 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 vast majority of people in these areas who are the victims of or worried about being victims of crime who want the police and they don't get included as community. <laughs> they don't get called community by the UT. They're not included in the article where latest San Diego police data finds racial disparities, comma, many in community wish there were more police officers because there's way more crime here than in other parts of the city. Uh, and there's, there's always things like this. Uh, during a report shared with the city council on Tuesday, police office officials noted that nearly 13% of black people who were stopped by police were contacted in East Village, where many homeless people live and receive services. Right, so is that racist? These cops are racist when they're stopping homeless people? Researchers also found that the department's gang enforcement unit stopped a higher percentage of blacks and Latinos than any other department unit who are in the gangs. I don't like, this is so stupid. This is so, we've done this, people have done this for decades and decades and decades and it's the same thing and no one learns. Back in the day, police officers did not go into black neighborhoods and black activists said, why are you not policing our neighborhoods? So now there's police in the neighborhoods and now the black activists are saying, get out of our neighborhoods. So they're going to get out of the neighborhoods and then what do you think is going to happen? Black activists are going to say, why are you being so racist? Why are you not in our neighborhoods? Do you not care if black people are victims of crime? So then police are going to go back into the black neighborhoods and then there's going to be more interactions. Ooh, a disparate number of interactions between black people and white people. So then they get out of our neighborhood. So they leave our neighborhood and then there's more crime again. Why don't you care about the victims of the crime? Let's do it again and again. What do you want? And it's not about race, it's about culture, but you can never have this conversation. I, I put that on Twitter the other day, and it's very frustrating, it's just about culture. I have a lot of questions about why different cultures are better at, uh, at different sports than other cultures. But I can't ask that question because we're so, we're such a bunch of Neanderthals. <laughs> when it comes to race 
that that we we no one even has a conversation about culture, which is all that matters. And everything gets brought down into race, which doesn't matter at all. It matters zero, absolutely zero. It's all about culture, but you can't have a conversation about culture. It's all about race. So if I say something like, because randomly I've been watching a lot of um, old Olympic videos. <laughs> I don't know. And what's really weird, not weird, what's very curious is why Japanese men always do so well in the sprint relays on track and field. Look at the recent Olympics. It's Jamaica, America, Japan. Japan? That seems weird. Doesn't it? Well, how about Jamaica? Why is it why what is up with the culture of Jamaica? That's super interesting. Why is Jamaica a little tiny island pop? What's the population? Obviously, you got Usain Bolt, but even without, there's 3 million people in Japan. That's the population of San Diego. So you got a population of San Diego that's got four of the absolute fastest people in the entire world. Why? How can that be? What is going on with the culture that has nothing to do with the race? It's the culture. And then I find it equally odd for Japan. Japan is the population of 126 million. So it's a third of America. But you can't ask it. If I asked, why are Japanese people really good at sprinting? Oh, you don't think Asians can run fast? Oh, you're so racist. It's like, oh, no, it's a culture. And I bet there's some super interesting story that we'll never know. There's like some, I'm making this up, obviously. There's like some uh, ancient legend of uh, from a thousand years ago of a Japanese man uh, who was super good at sprinting and it became a cultural lore in the community and there's some amazing coach who runs this incredible sprinting camp in this one remote portion of Japan that parents send their kids to from a young age to become sprinting protégés of the great sensei of sprinting. And every year they churn out four Olympians that are like of the top caliber in the world. It's like, there's some cool story there and we'll never know it because you can't ask it because you're racist if you do. There's a book called uh, The Sports Gene. Could that be it? The sports gene. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Inside the science of extraordinary athletic performance. And there's a couple stories like that. There's a couple stories like that. There's some tennis camp in... Uh, what country is known as for really good tennis players? I forget. But there's some tennis camp in some remote country. Oh, and they talk about like Brazil. Like why are Brazilians really good at soccer? They talk about the culture of that. Like those are really cool questions, but you can't ask it because you're racist. So similarly, that's on a positive, but on a negative side, you can't ask any cultural questions Ooh, about why there's more crime in certain areas than other areas. Not even going to touch it. I've gone too far already. 858-522-5775. New York Times. No, excuse me, not New York Times. Well, yeah, no, New York Times. A guy wrote an article with three of the (laughs) most ridiculous arguments for abortion that have ever been made. And Kevin Williamson of the National Review did a fantastic job debunking each of them. We'll do that very quickly. But the more important thing, well, I shouldn't say more important, that is of the most importance. Another thing in the article that's interesting is our perspective of time and where we are today in the great context of time. And I want to do that coming up next. 858 888-522-5775. 
Hey, Slider Crusaders. Uh, I got a lot more to say about this, actually. Let's stay on this topic. We'll get this, that next one uh, later or tomorrow. Uh, Ron is in Irvine. What's going on, Ron? Yeah, how you doing? Good, brother. What's on your mind? All right. Well, you mentioned people from Jamaica. Hmm. And um, I have had the experience of living in Canada and the U.K. where they have a sizable Jamaican population. In fact, the black population, 90% of the, actually 70% of the black people in the U.K. and um in, in Canada, or Jamaican. Oh, very interesting. Yeah, no crime whatsoever. They assimilate. Now, the difference is the way they manage their police systems in Europe versus in America is they don't use their police officers as revenue generators, i.e., having them pulling over people for traffic stops and things like that. What they have in the UK in particular, and in Germany even more so, they have traffic cameras. If you break a traffic light, the, they send you the picture in the mail. If you want to stop sign, you get the picture. You get the picture in the mail, and they've found that that generates more revenue than actually having a cop putting a gun and badge on a cop and having him pull people over. That's why, for example, when that Somali terrorist in Germany a couple of days ago decided that he was going to go on a knife rampage, it didn't take the Ger- no more than a, a, a minute or two for the German police to show up with machine guns, which American police officers do not have. So what I'm trying to say to you is, a lot of it, as you said, it is culture. But some of it is the mismanagement in terms of how we use our law enforcement in America. Are you with me? We should have technology. That if, if, they, if they want to like traffic tickets and things like that, let technology do that. And, and then deploy the police officers in the actual crime-ridden areas. And then it's not about the fund of the police. It's about, well, we're going to stop the crime because that's how it is in Europe. And that's why when you look at Europe as a whole, collectively, they've got 500 million people but far fewer crime, far less crime than the United States. And the same amount of minorities. So, mm-hmm. you know, that's something we need to think about in America. Because um, I would rather... Yes. Yeah, saying. no, go ahead, Ron. I appreciate uh, Finish yeah, your thought. Go ahead. Say your yeah, last the, thing. Yeah, yeah. Say it again, sir? So you can go ahead and say your, make your last point. You've, been, yeah, yeah. you've done good so far. Because I would rather... Because if you were to go with you would see, look, the people aren't afraid of the police. In fact, they love the police, whether they're black, white, green, pink, or purple... They know what the police officer's job is, and that is to protect them. So, and the only people crying, you know, and complaining about the crime are people who just, they didn't have too much of a life. And if they looked at things critically for what they are, they'll see, wait wait a minute, let's do this. Let's have the technology that Europe has, i.e., have the, have the, have the traffic signals, mm-hmm. traffic on cameras, give us the tickets. And then deploy the police in these areas where yeah. there is high crime, and then the, and the crime yeah, will drop. Yeah, no, Ron, appreciate the call. Thank you, brother. Yes, Thanks for calling yeah. in. Thanks for listening. Uh, in Irvine, you're getting a little too close to L.A. Uh, for our uh, taking phone calls. We take one L.A. phone call a year. That's it. And if it's a good one, we'll take another one, but it's usually not. So we end up taking one L.A. call a year, but you can sneak in with Orange County. Um, I hate red light traffic tickets. <laughs> red light traffic cameras. And, well... Uh, there's a lot of problems with those. One of them is they actually increased traffic accidents. So, you know, you say, one would say they work, do they? And then they, well, they raise money for police departments. Well, mostly they raise money for the traffic light cameras company. I tell you all the time, Bob Filner, the only good thing Bob Filner did, and every once in a while I, I think of Bob Filner. This was old Bob who did this. Now there's new Bob walking around downtown. But old Bob got rid of the red light traffic cameras and was worth all of it. Uh, I wonder about the crime statistics. 
in here and uh, London or here in England uh, based on the lower, the underclass, as Theodore Dalrymple writes about. I don't know what the rates are compared to us. I'm going to actually guess not that different. If you were to compare underclass versus underclass, race, irrelevant. Because when um, Theodore Dalrymple writes about the underclass in England, I don't even know what the, I, 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 the race is not a thing at all. He never talks about race. It's culture. So I'm going to do more research on that, that verse, uh, versus us versus them there. I would argue there's, there's a ton there. It's all culture. A part of it is respecting authority too. Right, respecting authority of a police officer. We just don't have that in America. And people are just more bold than ever. Uh, the NBC in San Francisco today or yesterday, they were doing a live interview with the Oakland police chief. And the anchor says, hey, this afternoon, our crew was in, city, in front of City Hall doing a live shot and they got robbed at gunpoint. Oakland's crime has increased 90%. The city just defunded the police and the TV reporters were robbed at gunpoint. Will technology solve that? I don't know. Listen, I'm all for solutions. I'm all for improving. But the idea that uh, you know all cops are racist because of disparate outcomes of interactions, no, not even close. True story. Spread the word. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.